What's going on, world? Welcome back to episode four mm. of the Next Level Speakers Podcast. And we have a special guest in the building. But before we get to our special guest, I got to go to my co-host, my dog, Jeremy yes. Anderson. What's going on, bro? Man, great, man. I'm trying I'm trying to wipe this little goofy smile Come off on, my man. face, man. Akia is one of my favorite Come people on. I'll let you, I'll let you do the honors. And in our beaming. Speakers Academy, man. So I'm smiling. How you feeling, sis? I'm great. I'm man, great. I'm excited. I'm I am I'm too. excited to see. She, and she's also our chapter president. Y'all know Come we on. got chapters all across the country. So yep. Chicago and the West Coast and Dallas, Atlanta, New York, New Jersey. She's our chapter president here in Atlanta. Just a phenomenal human, phenomenal speaker. And we're going to talk about all that. So I'm, I'm great because yeah. sis is in the building. Yeah, yeah yes. absolutely. Man, one of the things, Akia, that we like to do on this pod is for real, just give game to people out there who, man, think they have a gift, think that, man, maybe I should be speaking or public speaking of some kind or consulting or something. And as I understand it, You've been doing this since you was like straight out the womb. You've like, been getting active. Right, exactly. So talk to us about your origin story. <laughs> um, it's it started from the beginning, honestly, and I've always been a shy person, honestly. And it's the call, it's the passion, it's just wanting to see people win in general. Yeah. And I think my it's love, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. my love for humanity mm-hmm. is unmatched. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more personal development that I do, the more transformation that I do within myself, I show up bigger in the room. Mm-hmm. And hmm. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because you know what that yeah, sound yeah. like to me? That sound like Kobe. I missed that shot. Yeah. So the more three-pointers I yeah. hit till two or three in the morning, the sweeter my shot going to be when I'm in the yeah. game. Because you yeah. said it, the more personal development I do in here, right. the more powerful I am on stage. Right. Stay right there. I yeah. felt that. Yeah, so please. What I'm, what I'm learning is that it's, it's a heart thing. It's a heart thing. It's more than me getting a check. Mm-hmm. It's more than me getting booked over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a heart thing. And for me to see... When I open my mouth, that transformation happens, that yeah. someone chooses to live another day, that's what I'm connected to. Wow. wow. That's what I'm connected to. And, and you've been doing this since you was, what, 14, I think? Yeah. Come on. I started, <laughs> and I didn't even know, like, you know how you move into a space and you don't know that you're gifted for it? Mm-hmm. Like, I did it because I loved it, not that I knew that God had gifted me this. And it, it wasn't until I started navigating through life as an adult that I'm like, whoa, like this is something serious, you know? God blessed me with this. God gifted me this. And how can I not utilize it in the best way ever? And not that I know all the answers, because the truth of the matter is I don't. I'm figuring out, I'm figuring it out as I go. But one thing that I'm learning is that God is always speaking. But it's not always an audible. Mm-hmm. Come on. Sometimes we're looking for yeah. God's voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that actually will freak me out. <laughs> the clouds open up. He said, "Jeremy Jermaine, I, I die." Yeah, yeah, right, 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 So it's too much. It's, that might be too much. Alone <laughs> now. Once I learned that God speaks, but it's not always an audible. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sitting in God's voice. Yeah. Mm. So when I walk in a room, when I get a mic, when I'm I'm one on one, when I'm in a grocery store, like I'm always a speaker. Mm-hmm. It's not always the stage for me. So it's a lifestyle that mm-hmm. I've embraced, 
And however that shows up, I'm 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 ready to be used. So so see, you don't know this, but a few it was sometime last year when we had you come to the house. Remember that? Oh yes. I just because she is such a beautiful soul, I was just like, I think Akia should come to the house and did we have a meeting or something? Yeah, something like that, but it was just a like because when I, I got was here, like, you in Atlanta, like you in the city, like you gotta pull up right. her energy. So imagine me as a coach. Now we got a lot of people in our community. I invite everybody to my career. Like this, this is sanctuary, and, and for you to come into the Next Level Speakers Academy studio, like it's a sanctuary. But I just felt like, man, I need you just in the space, and just felt like I want to pour into you because you was pouring into so many people. In our community, naturally, yeah. Like that's why you won our next level leadership award last year. Yeah, at made me cry like a baby. Too. Oh, all right. We'll like, put that. Hey, we'll, the... hey, we'll remember. Put that. Put that on the screen. Oh, real quick. yeah. I to see that, but I'll put the picture of the night when you smile. Oh, okay. You thank you. I appreciate. It. I yeah, appreciate. Yeah, yeah. It. But you, but but the heart, see, like the heart she yeah. has for people. I see where that's putting her in these different positions and giving you opportunities because your heart's in the right place. So I just had to acknowledge that because there were a lot of people, and me, he talked about that recently. It's hard to teach character. Right. It's hard to teach integrity. We could teach about gift of speaking and how to be a great orator and how to tell the story and all of that, but it's hard to teach somebody how to have a heart for people. Yeah. And so whenever I come across somebody, they're like, hey, bro, I'm trying to get to the bag. I want to be a speaker. That's a, that's a red alarm. That's a red alarm for me. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I've been in hundreds of homeless shelters and group homes and detention centers over the years, speaking for free, and there was no cameras on me. So you got to have a heart for this. So I just had to acknowledge your heart, and it's so strong. It made me say, when we having team meetings, I'm like, hey, let's invite Kia just to be in the space. And then when it came time for us to choose a chapter president, it wasn't even a question. Before I could even, we having a whole staff board meeting. They like, we, well, I think Akia. Everybody, I'm like, oh, we ain't got to pray about this. <laughs> we ain't even got to vote. It was yeah. clear. But your heart is there. Yeah. And so if we want to connect with you, I already know how you connect when you connect with people. Man, it's phenomenal. Like, <laughs> I, every day I feel like I'm dreaming because I'm like, I'm a, I was a person that came from poverty. Hmm. I don't belong here, but God, God knew that I needed to be here. Talk a little bit about that. You you said you came from poverty. Where you're born and raised, and what was the circumstances? And I always think it's interesting how people arrive at their message, you know, based on their past. Right. It shapes their current message to other people. Right. Talk about a little bit about growing up and the challenges, and how that you know kind of helped you form who you are and what you are as a speaker. So I was born in um, Chicago, mm. and Southside. Yes. Come on. Yep. I was born in Chicago, and it was a pretty cool thing, you know, young, snow, every, whenever you could think about it. It was horrible. Shout out to the Midwest. (laughs) I don't like the cold. But um, just growing up there, and then we transitioned to, um, at that point, I think I was like four or five, Mm -hmm. and my mom and my father, they could not take care of me. So they they sent my brother and I to live with my aunt. And to this day, I can't remember. Was it remember. because of, like, finances? Yeah, finances. Just, they just could not afford yeah. afford to take care of us. Yeah. And so I can appreciate the fact that they said, understood right, that, right? Right. Because it could have been more, it could have been more devastating mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. So they sent us away. So I moved to um, Texas with my aunt, and we stayed there a couple of years. And I think that probably that was the beginning of my fight to live. Like, I realized even at a young age that probably around the age five, I started realizing that 
God lives within me. And I start seeing life differently. And I start understanding, not that I had the 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 exact words at the time, but it was then that that awareness started coming that my environment does not have to be my future. Because everything around me was drugs, alcohol. My father was an alcoholic. He was very abusive to my mother. I don't even know why she stayed. But in the the flip, the crazy thing about that was I was a daddy's girl. So to see, to love him so much, but to see him abuse my mom, it was just conflict all all around. Adverse child experiences. That was me to the max. And there's no way that I should be where I am now. There's no way. Like we had. Growing, by the time I made it to elementary school, we were living in a one-room shack with seven people. This is when you was living with your aunt? Now, at that time, by the time I made it to, like, fourth grade, my mom and dad had came and they moved to Texas. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, gotcha. at that point, I mean, money still was tight, but- So, they moved down there to come get you. Come get us. Okay. And we moved into a one-bedroom shack with seven people- my bedroom was the living room, and my mom and them had a room. And then my dad, he he had such a great heart, he invited another friend. I'm like, Dad, said, we whoa, already tightened this space. It was just lo- it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Adversity. Wow. Yeah. Adversity. And once again, I realized that I I refuse to be a product of my environment. Wow. I refuse. And I could have get, given in to drinking alcohol or, you know, drugs or being in the street. Like, I could have because that's what my my environment dictated. So even that young, you knew, like, this, this I ain't I was different. Be, like, I've well, always on, been the triangle on. that couldn't fit in the circle. Like, mm, I've always mm. been square. Like, yeah. I don't fit in. Yeah. And I'm in, walking in that awareness, like, I'm accepting the fact that I don't fit in. Yeah. Yeah. Like once you once you accept the fact that you don't fit in, you stand out yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Hey, let's say that one more it's time. So, it's so crazy too. And that's why I want, you know, like, you know, last episode Dust went through his story. Now you're going through your story. It's like our story is what shapes our teaching. Yeah. Sure. So like I already know what your message is about and what you about to walk people through because of what you've been through. Exactly. And that's what I tell people. Your past qualifies you. Yeah. What yeah. you made it through. Is your education to teach whoever's going through that same thing? It might be a little girl right now right. in Chicago or in Texas going through that exact same circumstance, and you could show up at her school one day and she looking like, man, this is messed up. My dad is abusive. We ain't got no money. We got people sleeping all over the place. It's a mess. And you come in with that message of overcoming, and you don't have to be a product of your environment and speaking straight to her, and you change an entire life. And not only that, I tell people all the time, this is the one thing I love, Jay. And I always think about like when you change one life. Come on. Now that little girl grows up, goes to college, marries a man who went to college, did his thing. Now you think they have kids. You've literally changed an entire generation. Facts. Mm-hmm. Like now you there may we could be dead and gone two hundred years from now. Right. And that one speech you gave, they might not even know to tie it back to you. Right. Could be impacting a lineage for hundreds of years to come. Right. Like, think about how powerful. Like, I get goosebumps when I think yeah. about the power yeah. of transformation and change when you go in and speak. And so, with your message and what you went through, being able to turn around and give that back to the world is amazing. Yeah. 
Because I'm learning that it's it's um, transparency that changes lives. Absolutely. So I have accepted that my trials and tribulations, my challenges were not just for me. Mm-hmm. They're not. Like, my life is not my own. Yeah. So yeah. everything that I go through, I'm like, hmm, yeah. content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Content. Hey, it's funny, what? man. I had a, 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 a shout out. He won't care if I say his name. Shout out to Richard. Mm-hmm. Um, and he killed it at the event. Uh, former football player, now speaker. He's an author. Shout out to him on his book. He's doing big things. And he called me and was like, man, how transparent How transparent do I get with my story? Right. Like, man, I've been through some messed up stuff. Like, right. And I was like, bro, tell it all. I was like, tell it all, bro. I said, you got over it. I said, and, and if you hold back one piece of that story, right. it might be somebody sitting in the crowd like, yeah, he been through it a little bit, but his it ain't as bad as mine. Right. So I can't, because I... And I said, by you holding that back, yeah. you holding that person back. And so when you say that, the transparency and the vulnerability of letting people know, like, hey, this is really what I'm going through. This is really what I've been through. Man, it just helps people get to that next level. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> Man, they get to that next level. No, for uh, sure. So let me let me ask you a question. How did you, I know you've been working with the WNBA for years. Yes. How's that experience been? Phenomenal. Of course, of course. <laughs> so I received this call at like six o'clock in the morning because they know I don't like the spotlight. I don't like let me work behind the scenes. Mm. And they called me at six o'clock in the morning. I was still like a little sleep. And they mm-hmm. were like, hey, the players are asking for someone that is young and vibrant and they they need you. And I had to think about it because I'm like, wait a minute, me? You mm. you talking about the little girl from Chicago, mm. the one that grew up with roaches and rats? Like, no, not yeah, me. Yeah, can't be not me. me. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. Come on. You you calling the wrong mm. number? And I was like, well, give me a moment to think about it. Like, I don't know. I don't know if coffee, you got the, the right person. <laughs> right, 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 I don't know. Right, right, right. And um, I talked to one of my mentors at the time, and I was like, you know, I got this call, and I didn't know the whole time. Mm-hmm. Being that she knows, Dr. Friend, you know I'm talking about you. Come on. Um, the whole that? time, she was behind the scenes setting this up. Wow. Because she knew. Had she asked me straight on, I would have said no. Wow. So she set it up <laughs> where I couldn't wow. say no. Right. And so I said yes, and... I showed up just being myself, being authentic, and tapping into what the space demanded of me. Mm-hmm. And that is, these players, they just want to know God. Yeah, like, it. how does God speak? How can God use me in basketball yeah. and outside of basketball? Right. Yeah. And I've showed up and I've been myself. And like I said, I'm committed to transformation. And it, mm-hmm. it keeps happening over and over again. Talk to us about, I love that word, transformation. I can yeah. tell how much it means to you. Talk about how you continue to evolve, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's one thing, like, to get yourself up out of despair and, like, no lights and rats and roaches and all of that, but then to kind of get over that and go, who? what personal work are you doing on yourself or do you continue to do mm-hmm. so that you can continue to elevate? Oh, so once I found out the equation, figured out the equation... I give so much that I myself definitely have to give to myself first. I can't give from a half-empty cup. Mm-hmm. I have to give from my overflow. Mm-hmm. So as far as personal development, I'm always reading. I'm always meditating. I'm always like locked in because, like I said before, God is always speaking. Mm-hmm. 
And I need to know what God is saying and when God is saying. So when I show up, I know how to navigate. Yeah. So I'm always like putting that work in on me. Once I figured that out, because at first I used to be so like exhausted and, and fatigued because I would give so much to yep. other people because I want them to win. Yep. But when I realized that, Kia, you got to do as much as you're giving out, you got to put that in over Facts. here for personal development. Facts. And once I figured that out, game over. Mm. <laughs> game over. Mm. You get the best version of me every yeah. time because I'm putting in that work in the dark. Man. So I, I, so I got to address something, see? Um, do you remember we have, um, so we have our Next Level Speakers Academy, but then we also have our Next Level Speakers Elite Program. And that's where it's like it's like an inner circle mastermind. We do trips together. Um, the members get to travel with me and ET on gigs. We do your website branding, like all of that. So we're at one of our masterminds. And see, do you remember when we gave away, was it six different drop mics? Yes. So so at our masterminds, our elite members take the stage. Come on. We got the lights, the smoke, like we 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 call it. We bring it all the way out to put them in the best position because their website and photos going to be fire. So each one of our new elite members, when they first join, they give a speech on stage, and me, CJ, ET, Coach Crump, the director, we you know we give them critique and feedback. And every blue moon, we have somebody that gives such a phenomenal speech where you, it's like you get a drop mic, and it's like it's literally no feedback yeah. that I could give. Yeah, CJ is like. That's it. I'm speechless. That was phenomenal. Yeah. One of our masterminds, we gave away six different drop mics. Me and C and ET was looking like, I'm looking crump. Like, what? What is going? Like, how is everybody so like freaking phenomenal? I would think, and, and look, we so dodo. We we patting ourselves in the back, like, yeah, mm. we got the number one program in the yeah, world. Yeah. Which we do. Don't get it twisted. Absolutely. But I didn't realize something. We had a silent assassin. That was on the back end. Yeah. And I didn't realize that Kia, the night before they took the stage, you had a lot of those women in your hotel suite giving them game, giving them insight, making them do their speech over and over. Who are you? Man. Like, we're, that's a that's next level. And see, we so blessed, bro, because we attract people yep. that's on that next level. So yep. we, we don't attract average people. We don't attract complacent people. We attract people who got their heart. That's like, oh, y'all. Bro, she came in. As soon as she came in, she gave me an envelope for Tracy. I don't know what's in the envelope. Some type of card, some type of loving. Like, most people ain't doing that. Uh, people, yeah. Most people in our life just take, take, take. But people like Akita was like, hey, this is for Tracy. This is just for sis. I'm like, that's different. So what is the... What what will make you say? Because you're the OG, you a chapter president, you super successful. What will make you say, man? I'm about to stay up all night and make sure they have their speech phenomenal. I think when I started with the um, academy, even before the academy, I was learning. Like, wow, I really love this speaking thing. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, I like really it. love it. Yeah, that's as, good. As shy as I am, I really love this thing. So after I joined the academy, I realized that. As a speaker, like as one that will walk in a room and know what it requires to change a life, mm. I realized the work that you have to commit to. Mm. Like it's not fun and games. Like you have to put in work. Mm. And so when I start doing the work on myself, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, don't, I, I wouldn't want those that come behind me to have to try to figure this thing out. Like, I know what the secret sauce is. You got to put in the work. You got to put in the practice. 
And why take the stage and feel like you're not called to that? Hmm. So I think for me, my heart was, let me build their confidence. Let me allow them to understand that their story is important and that what they've gone through is not just for them. Yeah, right. That part. So when I tapped into that, and it takes a minute, of course, but to build a relationship with people where they trust you to take them through their own transformation. Mm -hmm. And when they get that mic, transformation comes out. Mm -hmm. That is where I live. And you know what? Can I just speak some of your life? You're going to always be blessed. I receive that. You're going to always be good. You're going to always have provisions. God's going to keep you safe because you were such a gem. Mm -hmm. You could have been at that. You could have been at our masterminds and just gave a little game here or there. But for you to say, hey, come to my, I'm in suite 1532. Come like that extra, that, and no, and, and guess what? See, she never came and said, hey, CJ, you know, you know what I did? You know what yeah. I did? You know, I had everybody. And, yeah. and I wouldn't have been mad at that. Yeah, if you that's what I do. I'd be letting it be known. Like, that's, <laughs> that's me right there. That was it. We was up to Jay. We was up to three. I got it that, right, big dog. That's your boy. Yeah, you know I kept begging them me? not to say anything. Like right, I didn't. Man. I didn't want. I didn't want the acknowledgement. Give me the shine. I need that credit. I need that credit. I didn't, I didn't want it. Like I begged them. I said, "Snitches get stitches." Like don't say nothing. Just do your thing. Chicago coming up. I was like, "Just do your thing." Like you ain't got to acknowledge me. Yeah. I just want to see you win. Yeah. I want to see you transform lives, and I want you to see that your investment was worth it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, when you put money out there, it's like, dang, I done invested this. Yep. I'm like, listen, your money was worth it, and this yep. is why. You know, it's so funny. <laughs> so, you know, Tracy handles all the finances. So when Tracy saw we got six drop mics from one mastermind, <laughs> she said, dang, Akia owe us a couple thousand dollars. Because <laughs> those, those awards, you know, them is real crystal awards. Yeah, yeah. You know how some people be having cute awards, but yeah, it's no, really no, no. plastic. Yeah. No, these is like real crystal no. glass. We got the real Trace, glass. where's the camera? I'm so sorry. <laughs> right, right, right. Ain't nobody tripping. <laughs> I'm we so sorry. We the funds, dog. <laughs> but I did laugh because she's like, yeah, yeah. dang, the price went up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We only had one left. I was like, I want to drop it, but shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But literally, like back to back to back. So to see you add that much value, man, you're going to, listen to me, you're going to always be good. And there are doors that's going to open up. There are rooms you're going to be in. There are stages you're going to stand on. There are some checks that yeah. you're going to receive this Ooh. year that's going to have you in tears. And you probably going to feel like, God, I don't even deserve this. And he's going to say, no, nah, boo-boo, you do. Because of the work you've been doing with the WNBA, because of all the schools you've been speaking in, because of all the lives you've been pouring into, because of all the people you've been supporting behind the scenes, all the gifts you've been giving, the cooking, like everything else that you do, like God is like, you're not going to outbeat me giving. You're not going to outgive me. You know what I'm saying? So just know. It's are you my throwing fear. down in the kitchen too? No, I just know people. They know people. Oh, bro, oh, bro, she be having food show up at the crib, bro. Okay, so I, I got to tell you about the. Uh, I got to tell you about the banana pudding <laughs> cupcakes. Oh, whoa, bro, them things took me out. <laughs> I hit two of them things. It was like, oh my god, dang! I was like, hey, put old girl on my Christmas. Card. I ain't know nothing about that. <laughs> oh, bro, um, what are we doing? Kid, real quick, uh, talk about your experience in the academy. Just kind of like. The, the knowledge that you've been able to gain, the, the connections, the resources, and how this thing really does turn into like a family type atmosphere. I love it. As far as like the modules, the modules are definitely the secret sauce. Mm. And it almost makes me break out in hives when I know that people are not reading them. Mm. <laughs> 
when you know it, yeah, it's yeah. sort of kind of well, you know down. we get them high eyes they come <laughs> in they like yo I don't want to be down I'm, I'm trying to give me a drop mic dude and they, do yeah, they the work the you, you gotta, look gotta at do the, the work yeah first. we got the info in there yeah. <laughs> so those modules are the secret sauce mm -hmm. um, you gotta read those modules I've honestly at this point even before the chapter started I probably had looked at that module like four or five times wow through and through, just making sure that I soak it in and that I take notes, that I listen, 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 like those are important. Yeah. And then once you move outside of the modules, um, just building family, like it's legit, genuine people in yeah. the world. Yeah. And yeah. everyone has a good heart. Those that don't stick won't stick. But <laughs> those that have a good heart, you will flourish, you will build relationships, and you would want to be around. For sure. Because this speaking um, journey is not an easy one. Um, and so it's very good to have people around you that understand the yeah. craft yeah. and understand the journey. Because sometimes it can get lonely. It can become challenging depending on what your um, particular audience is. And sometimes you may get lost. So it's always important for, for you to stay connected. Yeah. Like I have so, just the other night I was on the phone for literally y'all for about five hours with Donovan and we were going over speaker stuff. Mm. Yeah, not too many people can relate to that right. unless you're in it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. When, when you're committed to the work, you got to connect to others that's committed to the work. Yep. So when it's time to make a phone call or whatever you need, if you need to meet up to to have lunch or whatever, yeah. they're willing to do it because we're all in the same race wanting each other to win. So this community is everything. Yeah, real quick, and Jay, I'll let you get in, but I want to know about the offstage work. Like, um, I think one of the things that people don't understand is like when you become a speaker and you're getting paid to speak, actually being on the stage and speaking accounts for about, Two percent. That's the of easiest your job. part. Right. That's the easiest part. And I, I think like when people think like, oh, I'm gonna get into the game, become a speaker. It's like if I'm a, if I work at GM, right? I go in and I work that job from eight to five or whatever it is, right? If you work at you know Amazon, you work, you go in, you punch in, you clock out. When you're a speaker, you may have a forty five minute speech, and then you have the rest of the week, mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. Is on stage. What does your off stage routine look like? Offstage routine is, like I said, go back to those modules mm -hmm. because that's the framework. That's yeah. like your fast track. Okay. Once you say, I want to be a speaker, go to the module. Because we yeah. done put all the game in there. <laughs> it's yeah. there. And I got all my game. You and ET got all y'all's game. Inky Johnson, 16 years in the game speaking, got all that game. That is my second Bible. Mm -hmm. Start with the modules. Figure out where you are as a speaker. Okay. And from there... Start writing out your tasks. Like, I need to get my LLC. I need to open up my banking account. Like, all of those things are going to matter when you get your first check. And make time to practice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, practice is key. What, what, when you say practice, what, what do you mean? Meaning, rehearse your story. Be used to like be, out loud be at home by yourself. Yeah, talk to yourself. Like, like back in the day, we mm -hmm. I bought mics for the mentor group that he assigned me to because I'm like, you need to get used to if you're a speaker having a mic in your right. hand, and that was something that God told me to do. In, in case, in case they missed it, so she didn't just have people in her hotel suite having them speak. She bought microphones for them to hold so they could see how we felt. To actually hold a mic while you speak, like that is yeah. that is so different. Yeah, let's it's, just get let's get matching work. next level tattoos across. Hey, let go. 
Not on the neck. Right on, right on the neck. <laughs> Look at Crump. Crump, I like, I don't know about that, big dog. <laughs> he said the neck. No, no. That, that, that's, that, I, forgot, I forgot about that. Like, yeah. that is. But that's intention. Like, yeah. as a speaker, yeah. you have to be intentional. Yeah. You got to have a schedule. Yeah. Know what, what the demands are. Right, you gotta send those emails. You gotta make phone calls. You gotta do donut runs. Like whatever it is, you have to do those things. Come on, because nobody knows you exist mm. unless you make yourself known. Mm. Come on, listen, man. That's it's so many jewels to be dropped, man. And your story is so incredible. Um, seriously, thank you for sharing it with us. Before we get out of here, as always, Jay, we yeah. like to hit him with the butcher's cut. For those of you who don't know what the butcher's cut is. It's that, that piece of meat that the butcher cuts that he keeps for himself and his family. Like, this yeah. is the best part. But Jay's the butcher. He's giving you that cut. So, Jay, what's the butcher's cut of the week? So, I, I, had, I had one, but I'm going to save it for next week. But I, I want to switch it to this one right here. The butcher's cut is to be more like a kid. Mm. Every like single opportunity you get, look to add value. Every single room you go into, look to see how you can make that room better. Every single stage you get on, look to see how you can make the biggest impact. Every single phone call you have, look to see who you can pour into. Now, some of y'all are like, man, that's a lot. I don't have it in me. So you got to do what Akia did in the butcher's cut and take time to pour into you. She said at the very beginning of the podcast episode, she says that the work that she does internally on herself, her self-development, is what makes her so powerful on stage. So my butcher's cut for you is to follow the same model that Akia has given us. Us. That's why she's going to always be good. Her bank account going to always be strong. She's going to always have opportunities. And she's just getting started to where God is going to take her because her heart's in the right place. And she's putting that work in. And every single opportunity she gets, in every single situation, in every single room, she's looking to figure out, okay, how can I add more value? How can I be more of a blessing? And then she's doing it low-key and quiet. She could have came to me and be like, yo, Jay, I feel so good, man. We doing something great. Look at those six people. Mm -hmm. I ain't know nothing about that. And she told the people, don't say nothing, but they were just like, no, we need to give her some credit. And so I believe if you have that mindset right yeah. there, it's going to change your life forever. Jay, appreciate that butcher's cut. Yep. Let them know how they can reach you, Kia. Uh, Instagram is Akia underscore Keith and on all platforms. Spell Akia for them. Oh, yeah. A-K-E-I-A. Yeah. Last Underscore name Keith, Keith, like Keith Sweat. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Let's <laughs> know about Keith Sweat. You too young to know about Keith Sweat. Um, y'all make sure y'all go give her a follow. If you got engagements, if you, you know, need somebody to come speak. Phenomenal. This young lady, man, is phenomenal. She's gonna do a, a, a great job for y'all, man. Thank you for coming and sharing your story. Uh, and thank you for being the second guest ever on the Next Level Speakers Podcast. Let's go. The number one speaker training podcast in the world. Uh, as always, man, this is brought to you by nextlevelspeakersacademy.com. If you, somebody you know, need to get into this industry, you need to start making a couple dollars on the side, are you ready to walk away from your job and make this full-time? NextLevelSpeakersAcademy.com has everything you need. Myself, Jeremy Anderson, Crump, uh, Inky Johnson, Eric Thomas, the best of the best. We are bringing you the best training in the world if you're looking to be in this industry. We love you. We out of here. We'll see you next week. Let's go.